welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we listen to an artist. We listen to a bunch of their albums. And then we talk about it. This week we're talking about David Bowie. This is Caleb Robbins speaking. I'm here with... I'm Dax. Tyler. Jared. And in the most exciting way possible, Old Texas here. In person. I'm looking right at Caleb. It had been announced. I I can touch him if I wanted to. We already talked about this once, but we'll talk (laughs) about it again. This is the first time. Uh, Yeah, 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 this is the first time. Let's touch fingertips. Well, feels like the first time. (laughs) Feels like the first time. The very first time. It does feel like the very first time. And this week we're talking about David Bowie, like I said. But what I've usually been doing is I've been saying all the albums that we listen to. But this time, I'm going to leave that one. In the dark. We're just going to talk about albums. We all just listened. We just picked albums. Yeah, we just kind of randomly went about things. There was a list. There was a list, and most people followed it, but some people did not. I only listened some to one people, thing off the list. Some yeah. people yeah. skipped around, which is kind of what I did. I, I, I listened to a little bit of one. I was like, eh, not going to do this one, so I skipped that one, but I listened to You like, can say which ones you didn't want to listen to. Well, I, don't I know that you didn't like Station to Station. Oh, should we talk about The Wind? We should, should talk we about talk about the wind? Yeah, I want to warn Listeners, people. if you hear any wind in the background, it's a windy day here Excuse in Muncie, me. Indiana. It's exceptionally at- windy. It's atmospherical pressure mm-hmm. discharge. Well, I can't cut out the wind. There's nothing I can do. I just want to let people know. If you hear some wind, just imagine Dax. If you catch wind of it. If you catch <laughs> wind of some wind, wind, it's just Dax blowing on his microphone. Just Oh, is that what you thought that was a win? <laughs> station to Station is the one I did not uh, participate in. But the yeah. rest of them that are on the list, I did. But several of them that were not, several of them were not on the list that in theory should have been. But you cannot listen to every single thing. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. The only thing that I know about Station to Station, which we can uh, very briefly go over, is apparently that album was heavily influenced by cocaine. What's new? David Bowie did. A lot of cocaine for that album. Mm. You can really tell on the music. Apparently, I, I I don't I don't know what David Bowie sounds like in terms of like cocaine usage. You know, like I, I wouldn't have been like I wouldn't have listened to Station to Station and thought to myself, hmm, this had some this had some some cocaine involved. But apparently, it did because a lot of people said so. So, and I believe them. I believe them. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. But the other album, Jared, I'm pretty sure that you didn't listen to was Lodger. Is yeah. that right? You didn't. I did listen. listen I did listen to Lodger, but I kind of skimmed it a bit. Did you, you weren't a fan. To, did you listen to Scary Monsters? Yes, I did listen to Scary Monsters, and, and the, the song from that I liked the best was the Scary Monsters, the title track. Yeah, I, that was I would agree one. with that one. Mm-hmm. That was probably the best one. It was very bizarre. Yes, but um, yes. Did you listen to Diamond Dogs? I did not listen to Diamond Dogs. It's got a good cover. Shame on you. And shame on you. And shame on you. Were you the only one who listened to Diamond Dogs? Yeah, that's a good album. Then talk about it, my friend. That album is sweet. It's got Rebel Rebel on it, which is you know Mm, one of his most popular songs. Although my favorite song Mm. is Big Brother, Mm -hmm. which is... So this album, uh, the track before Big Brother is 1984. So the whole last bit of this album has a little futuristic, uh, you know connotations of poopy government poopy government well i would get that from the 1984 so but big brother's a great uh is a great song that album is just a really good album that comes in you know in the timeline after aladdin sane after pinups and yeah it's kind of like the last album before things started to get a little bit different right so we listen to station Station, which is a few albums later yeah low and then heroes kind of brings it back a little bit uh-huh. To uh, something that in some ways is more accessible, but that's kind of like the last of the of the more easily accessible albums, right? Uh, that has a lot of the songs people know on them, or yeah. at least one main main song that people know. Heroes is definitely a very very accessible album from mm-hmm. him, it, as compared to a lot of his other work. Like Rise and Fall is not as accessible. Low is probably his least accessible album, I would argue. Low is like a is like a soundtrack, right? In many ways, it's, it's like, very you know. it's very interesting. Like half of the album, which I'll go ahead and because I, I know we'll get to it at some point. Low is my favorite Bowie album. I, I love Low quite a bit, um, but it's like very strange that like half of the album is like kind of traditional ish Bowie, mm-hmm. and then the other half is just like this weird ambient. Yeah, like, like the album. second half is really where it starts to get, like get into 
or maybe it was right in the middle. It's it, yeah, it's it's. I think it's the full the full second half. Really, it's That's it's quite thought. a few tracks off. Yeah, because War like, Warsaw's a, it is kind of like that, uh-huh. and then you know, and then of course it ends of Subterraneans, which is kind of that type of a feel. Yeah, it runs all the way down to there. It's very it's. I find it very interesting because it's not as though like ambient like experimental type music was that kind of popular in the seventies, and so the fact that he even thought to do it is very indicative of the fact that he was influential to that sound in a lot of ways. And you wouldn't, when you think about Bowie, you're not like, yeah, he really influenced ambient music. Like that's not something that you consider at all. That's true. I don't, yeah, but I don't know what, I don't know. I guess if you only listened to the early discography, you would consider it somewhat influential and like, uh, he's different from, for instance, so his, you know, the f- first self-titled is a 67 album, then a 69 album. So he's like coming in on the tail end of... Should we talk about the, the 67 Beatles. album? Yeah, you all, I didn't I didn't make it to it, so you can speak on it. <sighs> I, so I listened to Hunky Dory, and then I was like, well, I feel as though I should get a little bit of context for this. Mm-hmm. And I listened to David Bowie, his like debut album. And David Bowie, number one. David Bowie, number, number one. Because Space one. Oddity is technically also David Bowie, yeah. number two. Um, and it is just, just some weird British pop bullshit is what it is. It's just, like, I can't, I can't stop thinking about it's that 67. album. It's 67. I get it. Sergeant Peppers and all. I, I get it. I understand what it is. It's just when I listen to it. I listened to that album three times. This I know week. you did. I can't understand. Like I loved it so much. It's just so So what? It's just it's just so Bowie. Yeah. I suppose. <clears throat> it but it does it's really not Bowie. That's the thing though. It's a completely different version of Bowie. It's, well, Bowie's it's everything. Bowie it's Bowie like unrefined is really what mm-hmm. it is. Sell me a coat. It like it's just it's just silly. an introduction to it's, his, to it's, him. It's just some silly some silly business. Hey guys, I'm weird. This is this is uh, yeah. Basically, call. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he's re- he's at the you know that came out in '67, then '69 for Bowie too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like at the end of what we understand in this of like the '60s rock '60s into '70s transition, right? Like the right. last few Beatles albums that were different, you know. And then I mean, Hunky Dory is a '71. Yeah. So I mean, his sound is heavily defines the seventies. Oh, he in a is different in, in terms of especially British music. Not yeah. only is his sound like defined by the seventies, he defined the. That's 70s. what I'm saying. Like, he's, he is yeah. he is the seventies. Right. In sound. British music, he's defined the sound of music in the seventies. It's the very sound in- of music. <laughs> it's very interesting that, that like his because really his albums that really were massive successes spanned the 70s that's and that's really it like 70 71 to like 79 and then really like because scary monsters was 80 and that was it like it, it kind of like once 80 hit like he he maintained his popularity but his music like quality started to like kind of wane at that point and we didn't listen to like any of his 80s or 90s work or his early 2000 work but we did catch some of his later work which we'll talk about at some point but um, it, his sound is very, very much a '70s defined thing, right? Yeah. By the way, the EP "Dancing in the Street" with the Mickey Jaggy, uh huh, '85. Oh, was that '85? '85. Hmm. Ooh, so he did. So he did. Like again, I he had some very like prolific music that came out in the '80s, but you call that prolific? Yeah, popular. Yeah, I, I like I, I did enjoy I enjoyed Hunky Dory and uh-huh. uh, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust uh, mm-hmm. the most I believe. All right, those are your top albums. Let's get into let can but we get into that? Here's what I here's yeah. what I'll say about okay. the the thing about uh, that I enjoyed about Hunky Dory. Yeah, is he has a song called "Song for Bob Dylan." Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And so the other thing that's very interesting about this is. The Wallflowers covered Heroes by David Bowie, and the lead singer of The Wallflowers is Jacob Dylan. So, like, a 20-year a uh, friendship and, and kinship between Bob Dylan and, and David Bowie was kind of, like, solidified by Bob Dylan's son. It, mm. It's very interesting. It is very interesting. I remember you wanted to talk about that. I did that. want to talk about that, and I got, to not... talk, I got to talk about it. And he it. did it. He said it. You lived your dreams. Okay, so I actually think that I could do, like, a top three to top five albums of Bowie, because I enjoyed these albums so much. 
Uh, but how, how many? How many do you think people can can cover? What What would people be able to say? Well, I could like, do five. I guess. I mean, I had to listen. Could you do, to a, bunch could you do a top five? Dax could cover three. David Bowie favorite albums. It'd be David Bowie, and David, David Bowie, Bowie, and, and then, then David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, probably. Man, why did you steal his thunder by naming them for him? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I you. should leave. I don't. I'm not needed. Dex, I, Dex, what was was that your your favorite album from Bowie? Was his I debut? I can't pick favorite albums. They're all so different. They are. They that are. is a very big difficulty with Bowie is that his albums are so. I don't know. I I, don't, I kind of think that makes it easier to choose a favorite because I think it's easier to prefer a specific. Like each album has yes. its own sound, and I think you sure, can find man. a sound that you prefer over the rest of them that makes that's it easier true. to choose. That's but a good you point. Can, I mean you. It's not hard to say which one you like the best. Why is that difficult? I don't understand That's what I'm that. saying. It's more of a comparative, like... It's hard to put them against each other, But I we'll guess. just say that he's a different group. Like, he's a different band. You know, like, right. so just mentally compartmentalize. Then I picked the Labyrinth soundtrack. Yeah, you would <laughs> we did, in fact, soundtrack. watch the Labyrinth in preparation Yeah, for I didn't. Thanks for letting me know you're going to watch it. <sighs> We're really sorry. Gang, do you have anything interesting to say about the Labyrinth? Just uh, the fact that you get to look at Bowie's bulge for yeah. like an hour straight. Oh, uh, his bulge. Oh, mm-hmm. his bulge. If you've ever had a really, really important feeling of, I really want to see David Bowie's bulge, check out Labyrinth. You, Just uh, check it out anyway. Uh, yeah. And it's, again, if we if we haven't said it once, we'll say it a million times. We sure do love puppets yeah. on this podcast. That's true. True. I uh, This all brings me back to my, my office at work. Because first, let me get here. I have when at work when I bring up Bowie. Yeah. Okay. I can essentially only bring up Hunky Dory and yeah. Ziggy, and it's an argument that is which one is better, Ziggy or Hunky Dory? Which Hunky Dory is better? Don't even don't even try. Okay. Don't even try. Okay. And I talked to my buddy at work, and he's like, "Oh, Ziggy's better." I'm like, "Well, have you listened to Hunky Dory?" He's like, "Oh, no, I don't." I'm like, "You haven't even listened to the album, dude." You don't even know what you're talking about. So he made him go listen to it, and I think he is conceited. You but, think so? But the only other thing that I ever hear when I talk about Bowie at work is one of the guys at work. I'm like, "Hey, you guys like Bowie?" And he goes, "I like that movie. He was in Labyrinth." <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "You know what else?" And I he's guess. like, "I like that movie Labyrinth he was in." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." Thanks, but, thanks for thanks for really sharing uh, all of those interesting thoughts about your feelings on Bowie. Right. Like, you really brought something Thank interesting you to that. the table. Thank buddy. you for bolstering what I wanted you to bolster. I suppose, but also listen to Hunky Dory, please, because it's the best. Dax didn't. First off, he listened to no albums on the list. Shame on him. Except I for to Hunky, Hunky Dory. Then, yeah, you listened to it yesterday because I said listen to that album this morning. Really, and, yeah. it, and it was awesome, wasn't it? It was great. It's one that, that album might be is so favorite, good. That's my honestly. favorite. That's my favorite. Is Hunky Dory? It's so good. Well, I think that that's one of the the really difficult parts of getting through his not difficult like in a bad way, but difficult in like a, I wish I could keep listening to Bowie way. Like I, I there's so much more that we could have dug into. Like I didn't get to listen to Young America. No, you right. should have. I, I, I see. That's that's what I mean. I should have been able to listen to Young Americans. I didn't have a chance to listen to Let's Dance. Didn't have a chance to listen yeah, to Diamond Let's Dogs. Dance. Diamond Dogs is good. Didn't get to listen to The Man Who Sold the World. And there's a ton of good music across his discography that, you know, even if you listen to nine to ten albums, you're still missing something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Man Who Sold the World was covered by Nirvana on uh, The Unplugged. That is true. But we really liked performance. that. We yeah. talked about that on the Nirvana episode. We Go did. back and listen to our Nirvana episode. We did. Please, so. please listen to our podcasts. So do you like Ziggy more? Do you like Hunky Dory more? I think I like... I think I like Ziggy better. Oh, my God. Which, which persona, like which era of David Bowie do you like the most? Oh, I don't know. Aladdin that's Sane. Aladdin that's Sane. A, yeah, I just think that's it's interesting in a different way. Yeah. The thin white duke is real weird. Uh, yeah, the thin right white duke is weird. He's like a fascist, and he did like a Nazi salute somewhere. And What albums was he doing that on? Across? Young Americans. Mm-hmm. Just Young Americans? I think there may be another one. I don't remember for sure. Okay. That was the main one. Yeah. I don't see. I, I'm not as familiar with his personas. I'd love for you to talk about it a little bit more if you'd like. Oh, boy. I don't, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that? No, I don't have I don't have enough to say. All right. Well. I mean, his personas are Ziggy Stardust, Aladdin Sane, the Thin White Duke. Uh, this list I'm using uses the Goblin King as well, but that's a character in a movie. I don't yeah, know I don't, if that counts. I don't know that I would count that. I mean, to be fair, the Thin White Duke was also a character from a movie, I think. Oh, uh, was he? He was well, he was based off of something. Uh 
Do you remember what movie that was in? Was that the vampire movie? It was about an alien, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, the man who fell to earth. Oh, ah. that's right. Yeah. The yeah. man who fell to earth. His acting career is very interesting as well. Oh, the blind prophet was his last persona. Which was the one that he had across Black Star. Black Star. Oh, I can talk about Black Star. Oh, yeah. are we? Should well, we? Should we get into I, it? Can I mention? I think the can I mention a persona, a weird persona that's just please uh, a thought on it. I just think please. it's really interesting when you think because, for instance, before I started listening to Bowie, um, I only had like my I had my dad or someone as a person who would say anything to me. Of course, he wasn't that into him, but he's just like, yeah, he's weird, and he does. He like wears platform shoes and makeup and stuff and i'm just like okay but it's interesting that he like these personas have stuck with people but they're only like an album long mm-hmm. you know like ziggy and aladdin saying are consecutive albums and yet and but ziggy was such a big persona and like it's just it was but it was it was one album right it's like a blip in in a career in a way almost and then but people yeah. have fixated on those things i thought yeah i thought he was a different person when i was younger I right. yeah it seems that way doesn't it yeah, yeah it really does well, my my dad didn't did portray it as such. Like you know, like it's he created as like a different person and made music under as a different person. And again, that's why these albums feel so like diverse from each other is because it, it's almost as though he is a different person, like on these albums. Mm-hmm. Crazy. We can get into Black Star if you want. All right, can we listen to a little bit of Black Star? The the song Black Star. Yeah. Sure. Is that your favorite song from him? Uh, no. Okay, well, I we'll do get there. Li- but if you want to listen to a little bit of Black Star, I'd love to. You're going to hate what I'm about to do, but we're going to do it anyway. <sighs> oh, I, know I, are, I already okay. don't okay. like it. Too. All right, all right. All right. Uh, start at like 440, please. Something happened on the day he died. Spirit rose and meet up and stepped aside. Somebody else took his place and bravely cried. I'm a Black Star. Do you know who he's singing about? Who's he singing about? This is this is the theory. Okay. I have heard this one. He's singing about Kanye West. He's singing about Kanye West. Kanye West is the black star. That's I like Where, that. Okay, go on. Okay, so the theory goes that Kanye West. You always come to this with like the weirdest theories. I love it so I much. I, I'm all about. I it. love that it's like your. This is your persona it's at this his shtick. point. Yeah. It's, it's really your shtick. As you come with just the strangest, like little blips of information, but go on. So the theory is that Kanye West is replacing David Bowie as one of the biggest stars. Okay, could be Illuminati. No one knows. But on the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust, uh-huh. the album cover, David Bowie is sitting underneath a sign that says K West. Ooh, that's true. Ain't that suspicious? What's that about? That's from 1972. A mere five years later, Kanye West was born. What are you trying to say? Hold on, I'm getting there. You think that old Bowie <laughs> like created the life of Kanye West somehow? So, uh, David Bowie was secretly dying of cancer when he was writing Black Star. Mm-hmm. And the song Lazarus, Lazarus, excuse me, Lazarus. Lazarus. Great song. Third track. Uh People think that he is referencing Kanye West's uh, album, Yeezus, I Am God. They, they kind of go together. They, they both have, you know, biblical uh, implications. Sure. There's really, there's not much to this theory. Yeah, there's, not, I, yeah. Like, there's definitely not much there. And once you I like the you've K. branched West thing. out too far yeah. now with the, the Lazarus and the Yeezus, I'm not sure that there's... Kanye West is black and he's a star, so that's <laughs> Yeah, but I'm it. now talking about the song Lazarus. Which doesn't say Black Star. No, it does not. Well, in Lazarus, uh, Lazarus, I don't say Lazarus. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. I think you're trying to say Labyrinth and Lazarus at the same that time. That might yeah. be. I think that's what's happening. Not, why did you do two things with some well, he's a follower of he is a follower of Jesus, and he becomes ill and is placed in a tomb. And then Jesus comes to the tomb and uh, rolls the stone away from the entrance and says a prayer. And then Lazarus comes out and... Uh, He's all wrapped in his grave clothes, and it's a it's a metaphor for Kanye West taking over for David Bowie. It's it's weird. I just wanted to bring it up. Fair enough. Look at uh, Reddit dot com slash r slash conspiracy. Ooh, conspiracy. for more. I'm not going to talk too much more about it. I just yeah. I knew you would hate it, so I wanted to talk about it a little. I, I don't hate it. I don't know. You always you always look at me and say, "I know you're going to hate it." Like you you hate you, most things. I mean, I do hate most things, but. I feel as though 
you you bring things to the table in a way of I'm going to do this to see if I can make people mad. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work this time. It was just fine. Here's my top five albums. Please do. Number five. Ooh, hold on. Heroes. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Black Star. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Okay. Number two. Yep. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Number one, Hunky Dory. I All just, right. Yes. I just found out that something feel good important. You, Tyler? Yeah, it feels good because that album is the best one. I, yeah. Okay. Well, then we, we're going to need to get to your top five albums. I'm surprised I put Black Star in there, but I did enjoy it. It's Surprisingly, Black Star is It's so a very good. good final life album. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's it, actually when you're, my number two. It's my number two as well. Yeah. But like when you're thinking of like a, a, a influential artist putting out their last album, sometimes they fall. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not good stuff sometimes. But since, since we're on this, really quickly, uh, I, I like to I like to to fit this in every once in a while. My favorite song is still Lazarus. <laughs> Thank you. Good song. Thank you. Best and song on that album. It is the best. I, I didn't say we were going to cut anything out. I just wanted to get back into my I thoughts. just want to re- reiterate where we were. <laughs> well, okay. So the reason that I think that this is such a good song. Well, actually, I'll play it first and I'll talk about it. Yeah. Look up here, I'm in heaven I've got scars that can't be seen I've got drama can't be stolen It's, so this song is just such a good song in the vein of he clearly knew he was on his way out and he made such an emotionally charged, not just song, but album, but this was the best song on that album because of the fact that it is just, it, it's so raw. It's so full of him as a person, and you can really, really feel Bowie across that track. And I think that when he, like, I, I like his his weird experimental fun stuff, of course, but I think when he has songs that, trans not like they 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 go past that they are even more than that they are something completely different and they are just bowie at his rawest form and it's it's just great and now we can talk about kanye west go ahead so kanye west again yeah go I, ahead i have a little bit more go ahead fine but i'm coming back to black star in a second when you're I, hope, done. I hope that you just intermittently like bring out these these Oh, I can facts. stagger him if you want me to. Yeah, I, I like that idea. So right before... This just in, Kanye West News. Right before David Bowie died, uh, Sia released a song called Reaper, which was uh, written and produced by Kanye West. Spoopy, huh? No, not really. Yeah, I'd have to agree <laughs> that it's not. Yeah, that, so, <laughs> so you're telling me that we were talking about black star and having a good conversation about his music and his career and you thought that that was important enough to cut in on that what was we not the important about. part i just wanted to lead with that because i also read that while i was waiting so you have another thing tyler yeah. what are your five albums well all right i'd like to go back to black star briefly oh please do yeah keep talking about black star because uh i well i i'd like to talk to continue with lazarus briefly i yeah, think please. it's good because all of the musical aspects are pretty raw yes as well i mean there's obviously effects to them but they just the, the sound of them is just different mm. yeah so so good everything fits so well in that thing black star in particular has a lot a lot of very very interesting musical elements that he did not use across the rest of his career right. there's something very interesting about black star given the fact that it is an album so Again, we we talked about the fact that like the seventies were really what marked him as an artist, and he did not have an album that had this kind of like critical acclaim in like thirty five years. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane. That like it took it like not that he wasn't still making music, but that he wasn't. He, I guess he wasn't. He didn't have an album that really really stood out to the people for thirty five years, and he could still come out and make something that important, right? And I'd be, I also would say that I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, take the opportunity to also mention, because Leonard Cohen passed the same year. Yes, he did. And Leonard Cohen also had a final album that came out not it was long before his death. That's also, also very good. Yeah, also very good. Uh, if you you want it darker, yes. great album. Very good album. Uh, similar undertones. 
and he all he, in the same way like he recorded it knowing um and in the last months of his life as well so yeah go listen to that too for the sake of Tyler, what do you think about like the jazz elements that oh, I love Bowie the uses elements. on the Black Star album? I love that. That's probably one of my one of my favorite parts of it. Yes, I I thought that you would really enjoy that. I, I, I don't it. know if you, Jared, and Dax also like felt those kind of jazz elements Absolutely. across that album, mm-hmm. but they they're very very different because he really did not experiment. I mean, he's he obviously experimented with other types of music, but he had never really experimented with jazz up until that. No, point. not quite like not quite in that way. No, necessarily. Maybe he had some instrumentation every once in a while, right? But he didn't. Yeah, there are. I love the jazz elements in that thing. Yeah, I was wondering if you're going to bring it up or not. Actually, of course. Uh, I, 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 you like jazz? I, I like jazz. I do, and I love. I, I <clears throat> they just fit. It all fits really well. Yeah, because they're not really. They're kind of a smoother portion of those songs but it's just it is really good it's great do you so we know hunky dory is your number one hunky dory is one yep black stars two Uh uh-huh diamond dogs is my third favorite okay and then i would have to go hunky dory yep black star diamond dogs heroes and then really the i'd probably have to go with Oh, I don't know. It's kind of difficult for the last one. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can necessarily choose one for the last one. Maybe Ziggy, but I, I was I wondering if you would put Ziggy. in. But I don't know. Five. Ziggy, I like Ziggy. It just didn't do as much for me. But sure, I don't know. I, I'd probably stick it in there at five. Fair enough. I think my five are probably low number one, Black Star number two, Heroes number three, <sighs> probably Ziggy number four, and Hunky Dory number five. I think that would be my order. I also really, really enjoy Aladdin Sane. And I know there's a song. There's a song on Aladdin Sane that, oh, you know, Jared, I had a question for you. Did did you notice Golly something? gee, that sounds familiar. Did you notice that something says familiar? I did. Yes, I did. I found it myself. I was Jared brought it up to I me. I did. I did. You want to introduce it? Uh, I mean, that's gonna it's gonna start a whole chain of events. Are you ready for that? Oh, am I? No. oh yeah, I love it. Oh, you have your oh, own. I do. No, right, I'll be the catalyst for this for this avalanche. <laughs> right. of... How are you? You're about to go into a whole series. So, I am. All right. Well, let me. This can is... I a, can I ask you all if you all really enjoyed the song "Panic in Detroit" before we get into it? Panic or if in you, Detroit is or that or off it, of Aladdin's saying? Yeah, or if it stood out. That song stood out to me particularly on that album. I just figured I'd see what you all thought. I, I did thought about it. <laughs> I did like that song. It was not my favorite song off of that album, but I remember Panic in Detroit being pretty good. Yeah, I didn't listen to it this week. I remember that song. I remember liking yeah. it, but it doesn't well, really stand out. Let me out. just. I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, say, outside of Hunky Dory, none of my questions pertain to you, Dax. Okay, God. Just joking. Maybe we should. I'm just joking. I am so glad that you did listen to Hunky Dory. What song? So what song did you just say? Second ago? Panic in Detroit. Panic in Detroit, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have any kind of uh, recollection of a single from that album that I was like, oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I listened to it. It was fine. I don't really, nothing stuck single-wise, but I just remember that the album was interesting. Yeah. But it wasn't anything like the first two that I listened to. Right. And I like those a lot. Cracked Actor. Listen to the beginning of Cracked Actor. Now you listen to the next song. You guys hear that? Oh, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Boy, howdy, does that sound familiar. Do you agree, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Thank you. Good job, Limp Biscuit. Who knew they liked Bowie? Who, who would have thought that yeah, Limp Biscuit would have been influenced by Bowie? Way to go, Fred Durst and the gang. All right, here we go. All right, that sounds familiar. Uh, coming up next, we have Fancy Pants by Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Come on. How blatant can you be? That's pretty Bowie right there. What's that sound like? You want to play a little fame just to to rub that in? I would love to play a little bit of fame. Cut to 30 seconds if you would. That's pretty deliberate right there. Up next, we're going to be moving into Neon Trees by, or uh, Everybody Talks by Neon Trees. That's the way that goes. Now let's move into Let's Dance by David Bowie. (laughs) 
Don't that sound familiar? I suppose it does. Next, we're going to be moving into something a little bit different. Oh, boy. Uh, so we're going to be listening to My Way by Frank Sinatra. Timestamp. It's at the beginning. Right okay. here. Okay. And uh, now the end is near. Do love me some Sinatra. So Ain't that the truth? The final curtain. Ain't that a kick in the pants? My <laughs> That's Dean Martin. All right. So, Steve Martin? I'll state my case. I hate everyone. <laughs> Go on. Uh, this one isn't exact. Okay. But play Life on Mars. It's a god awful small affair. To the girl with the mousy hair. This one's harder to pick out. It's yeah. not really a melody, it's just kind of the, the delivery style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What he did, uh, David Bowie. <coughs> but a friend is nowhere to be. During the song and everything. Right, well, you can just say David Bowie, the song will have cut. All right, David Bowie uh, used to write uh, English lyrics to foreign songs. So he wrote a version of uh, Con de Habitude. I don't know how to say that. Sure. It's by Claude Francois. Uh, je me lève et je te bouscule. So this is just my way from Frank Sinatra. Uh-huh. David Bowie wrote his own lyrics for this song and sent it in to a producer for them to translate it into, turn it into an English hit. Yeah. Uh, they didn't use David Bowie's lyrics. Yeah. They used uh, Paul Anka's lyrics, I think. Okay. They used someone else's lyrics. David Bowie heard that on the radio and got pissed off. Uh-huh. So he took the chord structure from that song uh-huh. and made fun of my way in Life on Mars. Huh. That's where that song came from. Interesting. So it's the same chord structure. He just uh, made it sound a little bit different. Nice. That's one of my favorite. It's tied for my favorite Bowie song. Oh, is it? Yep. Well, then this is a good time. Not that we haven't already played enough music in such a short period of time. Ha, ha, ha. That's that bit. What's your favorite song? It's either it's Life on Mars. Well, I have two, it's, but you can choose whichever you prefer. Life on Mars and Oh, You Pretty Things, both from... Um, Hunky door, but you can play. Let's just play Life on Mars. But you know, let me tell you this. You know well, the part we of did, the song. We did technically already play. Yeah, a little but bit of you Life know, on Mars, you didn't even play the good part of it. I agree. Where it comes into the chorus and it just feels good because it's that little rise up. Let's let's do that. Let's get into the chorus of Life on Mars. She could spit in the eyes of fools as they ask her to focus on scenes, fighting in the dance hall. Doesn't it just feel theatrical? Oh, it sure does. I love that. I, I also really, really enjoy Life on Mars. It's a really good track. Mm-hmm. That part, that's it always feels good, that part. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, Dax, we have not heard your top five albums. Oh, I can't do top five albums. That's, can you do top three? I can do top five songs. Can you do top three albums? Top three albums. So I really, really like David Bowie. Yeah, I know you One. Do. Both actually, both of them okay. are on there. Are David they tied? Bowie and David Bowie's boss is based out of Yeah, they're tied. Okay. And I like Heroes. Okay. I think that might be in there. Okay. Oh God. Okay, I can do. I can do five. Oh, he can do oh, five. He everyone, can, he's got it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a breakthrough. I Dax should... can do five. Okay. What if? I, Ladies and gentlemen, we have another breaking story. Tell us more about Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> All right. So, so we'll do the five. No, we'll don't do, the do five that. Don't do that. So, so David Bowie's "The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust" came out with K West on the album. Yes. And then, f- five years is the first song on that. You know, telling about a bleak future. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's the song Starman. The Starman will come down and save. You know, the future, bring, bring all the whatevers. Yeah. Five years and two days after that album came out, Kanye West was born. And who was that star man? He was the Black Star. You're, man. We're getting a little closer here. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely I think that feels by the, better. I like the five-year part. That's pretty good. It definitely I, feels that better actually than happened. it did before. And the K-West on the album cover. Those are the two things that I, I'm actually kind of getting behind. I think yeah, that by the, the other end of this episode, we'll all be convinced. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm That's all I got, there. so I hope that did it. 
Oh, all that's right. all you got? Okay, that's so it. that's our final Kanye West blip of information that w- comes in. I wish you would have sold it to us that that was the most powerful thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought there'd be more after. I wish that that would have been, you know, clarified to be the finality. There, there is more. I just don't. Just go look it up. Go look it up. Reddit. Yeah. Uh, Reddit Get out there and look it up. Yeah. Can't you? We're all about you lazy inspiring you to finish uh, your you top know. five decks. So David Bowie, David Bowie, Hunky Dory, Aladdin Sane, Heroes. Uh-huh. How many was that? Five. Five. Yeah, that was five. Did you want to have a sixth? I'm trying to choose between a couple here. We did technically say that the, the two David Bowie albums tied. So if you really want an extra album, then we can let you have it. I'm gonna throw Young Americans in there, okay? That's because it's weird. That's fair. I mean, it's, it's all like, all like '50s rock inspired, and mm-hmm. it's just it's a different, and I like it. Until you get to fame, yeah. What do you think about Bowie Funk? Hey, Bowie is funky. He's uh-huh. a funky boy. Uh-huh. Funky boy. Does anybody have an album that they actually did not like very much? I know Jared. You mentioned that yours was Station to Station. You could not get through it. That is true. So, does anybody else have an album? Because I, I, I won't. I don't want to count the debut because I listened to that album and I knew I wasn't gonna like it. <laughs> like, I did not like Low either. I know you didn't like Low, which disappoints Heroes me. But I, I understand. Like. Lodger was okay. It was weird, and but it was kind of like strange. I thought when the the title track or not the title, the opening track to yeah. uh, Lodger was Fantastic Voyage, and I thought maybe uh, Coolio would be a part of it, but he wasn't. Oh, uh, we could have prayed. We could have prayed. Lodger is my album that I did not uh, super enjoy. I think he took a lot of really bold, like creative risks on that album, but I don't think that all of them panned out as well as they could have. I'm in a similar. I <clears throat> I kind of feel a similar way about Lodger, to be honest. Yeah, it just didn't do a whole lot for me, but yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Is that so? Is that the album that you didn't in particular like? I don't know. I just don't think it did a lot for me. Yeah. I don't think I, I. I don't think I could say I don't like it. I just in the context of the other albums, it's kind of difficult, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a. Th- I really enjoy '60s era um, garage rock. Yes, you do, and I'm really into that. And Van Morrison, before doing work as Van Morrison, was in a band called Them. Uh huh. And then had kind of like uh, that garage. You know, you get like a more of a polished garage rock sound when you actually get into recording and a label wants to put out your music. But. They have one of their most popular songs by them is Here Comes the Night. Well, on pinups, Bowie did a cover of it, uh-huh. except he Bowie-fied it. Oh, he Bowie-fied it? And it's really cool. Do you want to play it? Is yeah, that you should play a little bit of it. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Which one? It's on pinups. No, no. Which second one? track? Oh, you want Here Comes the Night? Yeah, yeah okay. Just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bowie up. Yeah. Oh, it's, I love it, dude. That's why, you know, when I unplugged and put it in there and I played it, I only had to listen like the first two seconds. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. So I love this song by them. I listen to this song all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it just has a feel that I like from that era. Yeah, and that makes sense. This version's really cool. And that, we didn't listen to that album, so we did that's, a good, that's a good one to listen to as well. I don't, even, I don't think that I even saw pinups as a... Is that not one of his... Full length LPs, like is that a or is that a split with somebody else or what is that? No, that's a full. It's after Aladdin Sane. Oh, is it? Yeah, same year, seventy three. Oh, for some reason it's before not on Di- my, before Diamond Dogs. For some reason on my list of his albums, it is not there. Well, let me double check some. Let me reference Wikipedia. Oh, please do. Always, this is our Wikipedia podcast. So, uh, to the K West thing, I'm looking. I'm doing a little bit. Oh, yes. we're back on the. K I'm West doing a little thing. bit of research into it, and I'm looking at what he said about it. Uh-huh. Who, what Cause Bowie it, said or what Bowie. Kanye said? Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it was taken outside of Furry, fur, Furriers, F U R R I E R S. Furriers? Furriers? I don't know. Fury. K West at 23 Hedden Street, London. And Bowie said, It's such a shame that sign went was removed. But he said, It's, it's the same. It's a shame that it went and then it meant, he meant was removed. Yeah. You know, because he's British and stuff. Yeah. Right. And he said, people read so much into it. They thought K-West must be some sort of code for Quest. It took on all these sorts of mystical overtones. And he said this is in 1993 mm. in, in a Rolling Stone interview, I guess. So he even had an understanding that it had some kind of 
you know, there was more to it than that. In 93, prior to anyone knowing who Kanye West was. Yeah. So he kind of was telling the future of that right. sign. Even so the sign had that that idea. Yeah. And then now it's taken on this incredible, strange thing. And yeah. then maybe he, it's a possibility that the, that uh, the uh, Lazarus, what's that? Black Star. The yeah, Black, Black Star. Star. It's a possibility that Black Star, maybe he did incorporate that just knowing, not purposefully like that he actually was this, but just that knowing that it was a thing. That, that people might've... already were taking some kind of thing from K West or from that sign yeah. on that album. They're like, hey, let's just see what, what happens here. Yeah. Right, right. I like I like that. Yeah. For, I mean, I like maybe it, he's not the I would say the chances of the entire album or like that that being influenced by Kanye West's life and career it's pretty low that David Bowie. The chances of that actually being real are low. Unless you believe in the Illuminati. Unless you do. Yes. But that maybe, you know, okay, let's see what we can do with my career and, and see what kind of conspiracy theories I can conjure up. I wouldn't I, – that that's, a, that's a possibility, I think. Yeah. So while, you're, while you got you talking – You've got me convinced. Yes. Yeah, there you go. You've got Jared. While we've got you talking, Jared, I think it's time for us to hear your favorite Bowie song. Heroes is my I, answer. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I knew I, it. I, 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 I love that song before I even knew it was Bowie, though, because right. I heard the Wallflowers version from the Godzilla soundtrack. We're back to that. Oh, we're, we're always back to, the to God- Godzilla. Hey, Somehow we Are always you talking circle back. about Godzilla with Matthew Broderick? I am. Oh, my God. Yes, I am. Every, wow. We we live in a very Matthew, weird vacuum of information. Matthew I love Broderick. It. We go back to some things. Godzilla 2000. Yes. I remember, I remember seeing that I know that you were going to say it, but I saw that movie in theaters and they had to stop the movie because a, a giant thunderstorm came through and they evacuated people. And then it, when Aww. it was passed, we went back in to finish the movie. Here's some heroes. <laughs> You know how I know this song? Oh, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, that's oh, a good one yeah. too. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. I want, please cut my swear. It. Please cut my swear. No, yeah, we're keeping swear. swear. Keep that swear. We are a family friend. No one's here. Did we talk about under pressure? Uh, no. We, no, we can get there. We though. did not talk how about under pressure. Do you want to? Do you want to finish pinups and then go to under pressure? Or do you yes. want to go? Talk. Yeah, talk a little about pinups. Yeah. Okay. What you want to say? And then we can talk about under pressure. And then I have one more question. Pinups is very exciting. Okay. This is an enti- this album is entirely a cover album. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's, so the whole so album. That's is probably covers. why it's not on my list. Of albums. Right. Well, but it's a it's a, a it's a normal release from Bowie. It's just a cover a cover version. So he did do. I was reading. He did a. They did do a cover of "White Light, White Heat" by Velvet Underground, which is a f- cool song. That mm-hmm. al- that's the first Velvet Underground album I ever bought. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, but it wasn't released. But I guess the concept essentially was. That he wanted to do covers of songs that were popular in England that were less popular in the U.S. That makes sense. So that's why them is on there and things like that. And it was supposed to be, um, like, so then what he he ended up having where it was going to be a two part series where it was a '60s nostalgia series of two albums, pinups, and then potentially another one that was supposed to be called Bowieing Out. But Bowieing he, out. Bowieing out. But they never he never released that one. So. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So it actually, it's funny because I just li- happened to be like, well, that looks like this song, and it was. But yeah, it's a 60s nostalgia cover album for UK songs that people don't know in the US. Yeah. Pretty cool. So should uh, should we say a little bit about... <laughs> I mean, I love how he, so he cut his own. I'm so done with you today. He cut his own. He cut his own mic for the purpose of not making noise, and then he dropped the can and made noise anyway. So under pressure, you want to talk about under pressure a little bit? <laughs> yeah. So what do you know? What do you know about it? I know it's a song. So it's a song. So it's a Queen and Bowie song. Yes. 
and they they happened to be recording, and it wasn't in. I don't believe it was in England, but I can't I can't remember where it was. But it was in, it wasn't in a place that I think was like a standard place where they typically recorded. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that Bowie was there, uh, so they like okay, well, hey, what's going on? Oh, let's go out to eat. They went out to lunch. Yeah, took a break from recording. And they chatted over lunch and came back, and they just kind of felt like it. So they all went into the studio together mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of came up with a little bit of something. And uh, they just kind of like wrote their own little part and did a little jam record session and did whatever they did. And at the end of the day, they had Under Pressure. Hmm. And that's how it came to be. Very cool. So, But it's a cool song. If you add a little tss, now you got V-Ice. Oh, yeah. yeah all does V-Ice. sound familiar, doesn't it? Sure does. So, Dax, what's your favorite song by Bowie? Song by Bowie. Yeah. Can I do a top five? Uh, yeah, and then you got to pick one which we're playing. Oh, okay. So I really like the popular ones, like Heroes, Sure, Starman, it's Sure, Saturday and Life on Mars. Sure. And I think my favorite might be Dance Magic Dance from Labyrinth. All right, that's you did talk about this. All right, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't prepared. I didn't think about the fact that you would want to listen to the Labyrinth. Song. It has nostalgia for me, so it really. It's a good song, too. It just, I mean, it's not its best song. I realize that. But to me, it's my favorite. Here it is. Favorite doesn't mean best. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is David Bowie as the baby. Yes. I'm going to jump in just a little bit. Okay. Why didn't you play it from the Spotify soundtrack? Hold on. This is the bit. Right? You remind me it's a babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. You do. Remind me it's a babe. You remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do? You do. I don't know this part. Do what? Oh, do what? Remind me of the babe. Okay. Beautiful. Thank mm. you. Full circle. <laughs> He's got fun. interesting teeth. Yeah, his yeah. teeth are weird, dude. Bowie's Bowie's got some some interesting teeth. I learned that from Labyrinth. I also learned the fact that he likes to show off his bulge in movies. Yep. He really does. You know what the, the movie movies. thing reminded me of? Yeah, what's that? Uh, is under pressure. Have you guys seen World's Greatest Dad? Yes. No. Yes, the Robin Williams one. The Robin or, Williams. Yeah. Movie? Oh, yeah, 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 I never yeah. watched it. Oh, you need first. You need to watch it. Okay. That's but the but the end of that movie, there's a point where Robin Williams is running through, and it might sound weird since you haven't seen it. Go on. But he runs through the halls of the school, stripping all of his clothes off, mm-hmm. and does a dive from the high dive into the pool, and they're playing that song. It's like a slow motion run scene, like a freeing scene. Uh-huh. I love it. It's one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie, and the the. Under pressure works like really well there too. I love that scene. He's That's a cool. hairy man. He is. He well. He was. Yes. Was. R.I.P. Rip. Yeah. He yeah. He was hairy. He was very. I will actually because we watched Labyrinth like we said. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a goofy actor, but he's a pretty good actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Like for for being a musician who like you know it's not like he had any like acting credentials to my knowledge like like his music career was acting that's really. what i was going to say yeah yeah was. that's true he's he's just theatrical in general he's just a very theatrical guy yeah. so it makes sense that he can transition into film very easily so right. so yeah so we we've, we've covered all of our favorite albums and all of our favorite songs you know we talked about under pressure did we talk about dancing in the streets uh, you know we what? did talk I think about we've talked the we've talked about dancing in the streets before but you know we can talk about it again i did bring up that it was in 95 and you mentioned it was on an EP, but you didn't mention uh, the most important part about that song. What's that, Jared? That there's a music video without the music in it. Yes, that part. Oh, you got to go back because... Oh, no. This is where we left off last time. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, this is fine to do on the Rolling Stones episode, but you got to give David Bowie credit and play the real thing. I give David Bowie credit for putting up with Mick Jagger in his nasty puffy green shirt for the entire <laughs> filming of a music video. The puffy shirt. Have you guys heard the rumor that David Bowie and Mick Jagger had a relationship? Did they? His no. first uh, David Bowie's first wife uh, said that. Huh. Her name was Angie. 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 Interesting. Angie. And she said that thing? She did say that. That thing. What thing? The thing. Uh, Mick Jagger and David Bowie. Had a no, I was trying to do the hoodoo voodoo thing again, but with different words. Yeah. Sure. 
He did the thing. What thing? That thing. The thing with the Bowie? The, with the Bowie? The thing with the Mick Jagger shirt. The thing with the shirt? The shirt. The Mick Jagger shirt. The Mick Jagger shirt. What a power couple that You know, how been. dare you? I know, right? <laughs> I can't believe Jerry Seinfeld stole that from Mick Jagger. I know. Well, I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> Do we have any closing thoughts on Bowie? I love Bowie. Bowie's one of my favorites. This was a good week for everybody, I think. I think so. I think that everybody enjoyed going through Bowie. I love Bowie. Man. Man, oh man. Man, oh man, oh man. I think my list is changing up. Oh, you think so? I think so. I think it's too... We we just covered it last week, so I think it's a little too early to to recover our list, but I think everybody will probably put Bowie higher. Yeah. Rather than lower Can I spoil where I'm going to put him? I suppose you can spoil. He's going to be tied with the Beatles for me. Really? No ties. No ties. We ain't doing no ties. Nope, we cannot do ties. I I will not stand for it. No no, no rules. Okay, I'll just alternate them every week. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But by the end of the... By the end of the year, you'll you'll know perhaps which one you like will revisit more throughout the year. Because yeah. uh, you know you still got a whole list of Bowie albums that you haven't listened to. Yet. I listen so to a lot. Do, yeah, know. you need to listen to some. But so you still got more to listen to. That is true. And you've gotten through basically all the Beatles, so you still got That's more true. Bowie to experience. There's to more Bowie like albums it. anyway. It's true. There's yeah. a lot. That's the of one albums. album they didn't record. Is basically all the Beatles. Oh, you know what they should do? What's that? They should now. Oh man, if. If they only had, if three of them were alive and one of them was net was dead, they should have recorded an album together and called it basically all the Beatles. Basically, basically all, all the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so what do we want to close out on for Bowie? We've covered a lot of really good tracks, and I'm not Ooh. sure that I know which one. Actually, you know what? We could we could close out on under pressure. Yeah, you. Sh- yes, that's fine with me. Let's do that. All right. Well, with that being said. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Record Roundtable. This week we talked about Bowie. I've been Caleb Robinson. I'm here with Dax, Tyler, and Jared. Next week we're talking about none other than <gasps> Pink Floyd. Ooh. Ooh. Gonna be a lot of pressure on that episode. 